0: Stu, what you're telling me is we're not allowed to talk about NFTs this week.
1: We'll try not to. So what's our first story, Colin?
0: NFTs. <laughs> we're going to try <laughs> and say. It.
1: It's, get, it's getting, we, we might as well rename ourselves the NFT podcast thing.
0: But, the, I, I had it in my head that I was like, all right, more stuff has happened, but we're just gonna go. I, uh, but I'm sick of talking mm. about this. But then, just before recording, something else happened. I was like, I.
1: Literally, just before we started recording, this this broke. I mean, there was some news during the week about it where we went, we rolled our eyes and went, "Oh, for God's sake!" But we'll try and get past that. But literally, just before we came on, um, we found out that the the NFT world has now led into what would you call this? Um, uh, when Let's you be honest, someone's it image all, the...
0: it, it was already doing that's because, uh, like, there was tons of artists getting their uh, work stolen and made into NFTs. Hello, by the way, this is the Evil G podcast. Colin and mm-hmm. Sue here. Yep. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so <laughs> 38, is it? Yeah, it is. Good shot. Oh, go me. So, uh, as if you didn't have enough evidence to <laughs> prove that <laughs> NFTs <laughs> are a complete scam. Carney pieces of shit. Fucking uh, the pyramid scheme bollocks. So now yep. uh, someone is selling just a, a image of uh, famous YouTubers uh, as an NFT. Without
1: their permission.
0: Without their permission. One of them being Jim Stephanie Sterling. They are pretty prolific for going after this. Um, they have multiple videos multiple up videos. um just ripping nfts apart already so i i i can see uh them maybe hopefully comb for the throat on the, these people but uh yeah it's you know, true of this ain't a new problem um no um, yeah people will will go on to deviantart copy paste uh
1: Mm-hmm. You know, but that's for that's for like ninety percent of your your NFT artwork comes from something that somebody has already. Oh Jesus! I have shit up there on DeviantArt from years ago. Wonders any bastards turned any of my awful artwork in the NFTs and claimed <laughs> it was like their seven year old did it or
0: something. See, I bet what you've done is no worse than the fucking monkey shit that's out there. Yeah, it's either <laughs> people stealing stuff off DeviantArt. Or it's people using an AI to make like fifteen different images that are kind of the same thing. Mm. <sighs> yeah, so yeah. so <laughs> we don't want to spend too much on this. I hope this. I hope, this. F- <laughs> I hope they go after them. Uh, like like, but how do you? Well, I know.
1: I know your woman that had. Uh, we were saying obviously there was a. One of the Sony's Santa Monica's writers, Alana Pierce, her image or her likeness was used to create a pornographic NFT. Uh, so she actually contacted the site that was selling this, and she was like, "What the fuck? This, this is my likeness. I'm well renowned writer. Get this fucking down, or you'll be hearing from our lawyers." And they did. They took that one down, but I know uh, Jim Sterling's is still there. Uh, so he's probably planning. You know what he's going to do about this because like you say he doesn't take this shit lightly he's very much against the nft so i can see him you know there'll be a big plan there hopefully yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I i can't uh, <laughs> they're not going to take this line down uh, like the the amount of
1: not when your likeness is being used and people are just profiting of it for literally nothing it for your likeness. like That's when yeah. shit starts to get very, very shady. Very greasy.
0: Look at that wee card thing. as well. Oh, there's zero effort put into that. Because mm. it's a scale. It, it just is.
1: 100%. Right. Uh... The only good thing about all of this... I say the only good thing. The, the one thing... Well, not that it's good. The one thing we've noticed is... Normal people don't seem to be buying into
0: this. Yeah, every, every time something comes out that it's overwhelmingly negative response so so we just had um what's his face troy baker troy baker the famous voice actor and such things very famous voice actor done a lot of voices in video games um if you've
1: played a video game you've heard this man's voice at some stage
0: yeah pretty much so he was all like, "Ah, oh, we're gonna do uh, my voices and or and other people's voice actors as NFTs, and they'll be all AI based, and you can just like mess about with that, and you'll never have to hire a voice actor again." It's like, are you like, are you actually automating the industry you're part of? Are you <laughs> like, what are you doing? Um, mm. He immediately got fucking loads of negative response came out and made a statement, not a statement saying, "Um, I've rethought my decision. I'm not going to do it now," but um at least recognize the poor taste of what he said because he's all like oh you can either hate or create it's like what the fuck are you create what do you mean create you're giving people you're making it so voice actors won't get work anymore and they have to create an nft mm-hmm. and someone will buy the nft and be able to use their voice like yeah you're trying to automate the voice i think that stirred
1: up a lot well a lot of extra anger because of, obviously, the way he worded that. People were like, what the fuck it are you trying I. to do? Justifying NF- NFTs? Aye. So,
0: yeah, NF- that NF- didn't NFTs, go well for him. The, the, the f- NFT part of it has got nothing to do with the creative process. That's you taking something nope. that's already been creative, created and trying to add artificial scarcity to it that doesn't exist. Because yep. fucking uh, you can create things at infinity times when they're in a digital format Mm. until you came along and made it so there was something that would say oh you can't oh it's so fucking stupid right we're gonna (laughs) stop because yep it is it is really really dumb but um yeah it's it's at least heartening to see uh people react the same keep reacting like that That, that's that's all we can say
1: keep it negative
0: just every time it comes up me. And like I said last week, it's got nothing. Like the people, anyone buying these things, uh, like the person that paid twenty grand for a JPEG of the map from Castlevania One, I pretty much guarantee they have no interest in Castlevania.
1: No, no, and it probably wasn't an ordinary person. It was probably some arsehole who thinks he's buying something that's going to be worth money in the future no idea what he's paid for it It, it would have been
0: it would have been another crypto nft bro it would have been someone in that space it may have been konami themselves because that's no that that happens in this people put a thing up for sale they buy it themselves for a high price and then they create that sort of buzz but it's uh it's a whole big scam it it really really is so yeah stay away from it
1: um
0: in lighter news then the ps3 stuff mm. so ps3 games have been popping up on the playstation store
1: yeah you can literally look at them right now on your ps4 or ps5 if you search certain ps3 games normally they just pop up as part of the playstation now and they'll have that sort of logo beside them but certain games are now popping up with a price tag and so this has got people thinking that, uh, I know Sony's codenamed it Sp- Spartacus, but it's basically mm. Sony's answer to this Game Pass. Um, but they also reckon that what's going to happen is if you don't want the Game Pass, but you still like the idea of buying or playing an old PS3 game, that you'll be able to buy the games just individually. So yeah, it looks like this backward compatibility thing could be happening sooner rather than later on the PlayStation. I hope so. Cause Do You know what this makes me think?
0: What? If this
1: is done through streaming, right? And say you owned a PS4, but you really wanted to play Demon Souls, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Can you stream Demon Souls on your PS4? Because technically you're just streaming it. You don't need the big powerhouse graphics card because you're just streaming it.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. That's the idea behind the whole streaming thing um, is you can play stuff without needing the the hardware to run it that's, would, that's would the, you
1: do that or would that be very counterproductive
0: <laughs> oh, why why wouldn't you do it if it gets someone to sign up for a service mm. for a monthly fee someone who maybe can't afford 450 pound for a playstation 5 but you can go Nah, mm. but i'll i'll pay 15 pound a month for uh, a streaming service then you know that, that's the target there. It's never going to be as good as running the game directly on the hardware. Sure. Um, 100%. And, and that's, you, you can, I don't think you're going to put someone off buying a PS5 with this. Especially since it's so fucking difficult to buy a PS5. Unless you live in hmm. Derry, where there's like 20 of them lying over in the game right now. Hi. <laughs> <Or> and nobody <laughs> wants them. I walked in to game and just bought an Xbox Series X. No just like that. You? just just walked in, bought it, and and it it felt pretty good. And then and I you went didn't over, and then I walked past CEX and gave them the fingers. And because they have all these, <laughs> <laughs> they have all these uh, Xbox Series X's in their window for like up oh, six hundred pounds. I was like, I just got one retail. Fuck you guys,
1: bastards. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But anyway, oh, brilliant. yes, the backwards right. compatibility. Um, yeah, so it's like not a, probably not that easy to get your hands on a PS3 these days. Um, mm, and you really? might want to play these games. And I think this the same should go for PS2 and PS1. The work should be done there. 100%. For those All as right. well. Um, and... Yeah, making more games available to more people is only a good thing, in, in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has to be, it can't be just the streamer, you need to be able to download them and it, yep. it plays. Or, if you have the disc, I should be able to go put a PS3 disc in that PlayStation 5 and it does whatever it needs to do to run that. I would probably just verify that I have the disc and then download it, which is fine. Uh, but if cool. i've if i've already bought the fucking thing and have a physical copy i should be able to just play that i'm pretty sure that's how the xbox one works so it is yes it looks like uh, sony's very much taking the lead from from xbox because they're like yeah, we probably need to do something mm-hmm. uh similar because yeah the game pass is just a, is such a no-brainer you can say it's like, oh, it's ah, but i don't own any of the games it's like playing a game is an experience it's not that important to own a copy of it how many games you're going to play multiple times uh, and then you you weigh it up how many games like all the games you could buy and how much that would cost you to buy each of those Mm. uh versus you just paying this subscription fee and getting to try a bunch of different different things that you maybe wouldn't
1: Let's be honest, the only reason these days you probably buy a game physically over digitally is because you can maybe pick it up cheaper. That's the, It's not like, a, oh, I want to own this in in a physical form. It's just like, oh, I can get it cheaper if I buy it physically, so I'll buy it physically. I think that's the only reason you really do it yeah. these days.
0: It it like it can be nice sometimes um, to have... If there's a nice
1: collector's edition, maybe.
0: Yeah, if it's, if that's it's got a nice though. box, you might want to have it, but that's fine as well. You can do that, but... Um... Like, there's, there's room for both, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, that is. Yeah. Um, but I do, look if Sony were to really, like you say, follow suit, then the idea of popping your PS3 disc, or even your, if they go as far back as PS2 and PS1, you pop your PS2 disc in, your PS1 disc in, and it just downloads the game because it proves that you own it. And like you say, it's not like people can go, oh, but what if you just take the disc out? It's like, or you've you, you just borrowed the disc. Like you would do with your PS4, like your PS4 to PS5 upgrades, you have to put the disc in to play it every time. But yeah. it's just a verification that you're you able to play it.
0: Yeah, and uh, all games today... Oh, I have it, some it,
1: amount it, of games to play.
0: Uh, Sorry. I must say, I'm going <laughs> to see what... Uh, I, I have a bin full of 360 games, and I'm not sure what runs and what doesn't. I believe there's only 10 games... Ten that don't run. I'm sure it's more than ten. I know that there's six. There's over six hundred that do run. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's still some stuff that. Oh. That... M-
1: maybe I'm thinking of original Xbox. Sorry, that don't run. Is it something like ten that doesn't? Yeah. Or no? Did the original uh, ones work? Yep.
0: No. hi <laughs> Yeah, there, there's original <laughs> Xbox games. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh. I'm not sure how many altogether, but yeah, it's, mm. it's six uh, around six hundred games from original Xbox and three sixty that that work and had you know the work done on them so they would emulate. Um, but it's it's not all of them, uh, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, and Xbox did say they're done with it, but mm. they said they were done with it, and then. During the 20th anniversary, they added 76 new titles to it. After mm-hmm. they had already said they're done with it, but so who knows? Who knows?
1: Did you see what one of them was? What they added? Fucking Time Splitters. Time Splitters?
0: Too. Yeah, yeah. The Max <laughs> Max <laughs> That's Payne. Fucking and, awesome. And the the original Near. Um, oh wow! Which just got remastered, but it's not the version we got. Hmm. So that there's two versions of, there was two versions of Nier in Japan. One where the main character was a dad and trying to cure his daughter, and the other one where you were a younger character, um because, you know, Japan hates old people. And, <laughs> <laughs> and if you're over the age of sixteen, you're dead. Um <laughs> So he, you were was, like really old man in Japan, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> According to fucking anime it is. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, you would play as a younger character and, and uh, you're trying to save your sister. Um, so the, the re-release was the younger character. Um, uh, a lot of people prefer the dad for mm. like <laughs> good reasons. Um, yeah. um, no one wants to play as somebody. It's not no shit. You know,
1: there was one thing God of War taught us: fucking old man Dad Kratos is way more badass than young angry dickhead Kratos.
0: Yeah, he's got those dad superpowers going on. So, mm. aye, <laughs> Gene Kratos could do half that stuff if he wasn't a dad.
1: No way, man! No way.
0: He's way more badass as a dad. So another thing Sony did, which ah. is a bit mysterious. <laughs> they could have something to do with this, may not, who knows, but they they renewed the uh, a trademark for the synosis logo, which if you'll remember was like a purpley silver oil uh um, classic logo like uh, yeah, you would definitely recognize it if you saw it uh so synosis are the studio that did the the wipeout games uh. I think Lemons?
1: Yes. And they like... published it. Because Team 17 made it, but I think they published it in the UK or something.
0: Oh, no. It was DMA that made Lemons.
1: Oh, like I thought it was Team the, 17.
0: The studio that... No, they were Worms.
1: Ah, oh, I'm getting mixed up with Worms.
0: Yeah. So DMA went on to become Rockstar North. Rockstar. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, the developers of GTA. Uh, So, this uh, is after Sony bought the developer Firesprite, who are mostly made up of former Synosis uh, devs. Uh, Synosis became Sony um, Sony Studios' Liverpool and they made the Wipeout games uh, until Sony closed the doors. Now they've got all these people back, and now they've renewed the copyright on this logo. Um, What does it mean? Don't know, but...
1: A new uh, Wipeout would be pretty cool, because this has all happened just after Sony pulled the plug on... uh, What did you call that team that made that Destruction All-Stars? They pulled the plug on them. They were supposed to be making Twisted Metal but now they've moved it over to Firespite.
0: Yeah, so they're... they're, Who is
1: headed up by the Motorstorm guys.
0: Yes, yes. Um, There's other stuff as well. Firespite have been uh, working on a lot of VR stuff. Hmm. Um, Including that uh, Horizon Call of the Mountain thing that they just announced. Uh, Yep. Could there be a VR wipeout? That would be pretty cool.
1: (gasps) Oh... That's just me that,
0: throwing shit out there.
1: <laughs> that would be very cool. Like, it would. That'd been. be a game that would suit Wipeout or Wipeout would suit VR. That'd be pretty cool. So, mm. Like instead of a steering wheel, it would be all like mad joysticks and shit. That'd be fucking class. Because there was that Wipeout style game on the Oculus, and I tried it. It wasn't great. It didn't feel very Wipeouty. y uh, You were just using the sticks rather than like a steering wheel. You were just using it. It was like, hang on, I'm just playing a racing game and. Using sticks. I want to actually feel like I'm driving the thing.
0: I think it's just the the, the speed would be experienced differently Mm. if you're right in front of your eyeballs.
1: Because then, wipeout games could get really, really quick. Loved it though. At least I love wipeout.
0: I think VR makes racing games actually easier.
1: It can do. I'm actually able to sort of look around the city and stuff and see. Mm-hmm. You know, what's coming next or who's coming up beside you and shit?
0: Yeah, they haven't actually announced anything there, but they, they, it's just them I and you and know, a copyright. Uh, it could be something as simple as, uh we don't want anyone else doing this, so we're just going to sit on it. But, mm. yeah, we'll
1: see. Or it could be some anniversary coming up that no one's thinking about? It, it
0: could be. They could be bundling a bunch of wipeout shit together and going to put that uh, that logo on it. Um, mm. like you know, the PlayStation One stuff, just to mm. just to have that that logo for for that. So, well, we'll see. Um, other mysterious stuff. Uh, respawn. Mm. So apparently they've been working on a, a single player first person shooter, uh, with a focus on mobility and style. And before you get your hopes up, it's not Titanfall something else.
1: Well, they said it's not Titanfall 3. Was that it the exact wording.
0: It won't be a Titanfall sequel. Sequel. So, unless they do a Titanfall <laughs> prequel. Prequel.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I don't think... It may. They may do like what they did with Apex and it might be in the Titanfall universe, but it mightn't be anything related to actual Titanfall. I don't know.
0: Or it could be something brand new.
1: I think it'd be pretty cool to see something brand new. You know, don't it get me wrong, still... I, mean, I fucking love Titanfall and all, but it's always more exciting to see something new, I think. Hmm.
0: Is it still the Titanfall universe, or is it the Apex universe?
1: That's a good point now. Uh, well, I has... suppose people would still say Titanfall, because there's more Titanfall games than Apex games.
0: Oh, there's only ever going to be one Apex. I can't ever. True. It's never going to be an Apex two. Like, it's what would that even be? Uh, I what I if heard, this
1: is like a big single player Apex game?
0: Hmm, it could be. I heard this this crazy Some, idea. Uh, I think it was the um, the giant bombcasters listened to, and they the, they were talking about the pot, like the possibility again of a a Titanfall three and what that would be. And one of the crazy ideas he just threw out there was like a oh, what if you were doing the single player campaign titanfall 3 and at some point in that like the the apex games are going on and you through fighting whoever you're fighting the fight spills on to an active game of apex but it's actually it actually drops you into an actual game of apex with other players and Holy you're just shit. you're just doing your single player campaign right through the middle of this fucking ongoing game of apex that would be really fucking cool I don't know how you would ever do it because you know people Uh, (laughs) imagine like you're about to win and then this big fucking titan just comes crashing (laughs) through and squishes you and you're you're just collateral damage
1: oh that sounds that's the stuff of dreams there oh yeah that's that's damn cool though
0: pure fucking fantasy book in there all day long but
1: (laughs) fantasy (laughs) book Uh, no, but again, because they're set in the same universe, you could... Or instead of having it as a, a an actual live game, if they did a Titanfall 3, you could have maybe a level that's happening during a a game of Apex or something. You never know.
0: Hmm. Hmm. And... Speaking of... Apex, um, I think there, there's maybe... Maybe the... The current gen versions, PS5 and Xbox Series X slash S versions, will be coming soon because of uh, the next update having a download size of eighty gigs.
1: Um, that's a lot of space. It's just wonder how much better it can run.
0: I'm sure, like it's you have a nice solid sixty. Well, actually. This one, like, you'll be able to play with higher graphic fidelity, and these consoles can output 120 frames per second, so that that could Mm. be a thing. Um, But, yeah, yeah, uh, this is from a a Twitter account called PlayStation Game Size, um, and it tweeted out Apex Legends download size plus 80 gigabytes without update. Um, which considering what that game is, that's that's huge. Mm. That has to be like ninety percent skins, surely, <laughs> Probably. surely,
1: How many maps have they got now? Four.
0: Yeah, but that shouldn't be. No, true. that shouldn't. Be. Like, what well, if you think about? you have to have every single skin that's there's ever been installed mm. where you own sure. it or not because you have to display other people using mm. that skin
1: yeah uh, good point geez 80 gig that's a lot of space on the the wee hard drive and the playstation Hmm.
0: Hey? yeah but uh, that's the thing with these live games. They'll just keep getting bigger and bigger. Mm. Uh, Actually, more skins, you, you can't take added. stuff out. You just can to yeah. put stuff in. Yeah. Yep, yep. So it's not like... You, unless you start like thinking about retiring characters and then someone's like, I, I <laughs> spent £400 pound on skins for this character. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the,
1: think, I remember uh, Blizzard said that about Overwatch and people lost their shit.
0: Yeah. They're kind of uh, like... Um, and they gonna start finding themselves in in awkward situations. like that where the like Carter rosters get to be, you know, really ridiculous sizes, um, mm. uh, which affects balancing and and stuff like that. But yeah, that's 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 their problem. <laughs> um, let's say we wrap up the game stuff with this Activision stuff, um, not really much to say, but it's, things have gone kind of quiet on what's going on at Activision. Um, with them sacking people from Raven, uh, after Mm. they were done with them. And, uh, we've got a couple of stories here about, uh, first of all, Xbox, um, Change in how they do certain things with Activision, um, uh, and this is Phil Spencer came out and and said this stuff in a in an interview uh, where he he was pressed on a, a a lot of a lot of this this stuff. It was an interview with the New York Times, um, and and, and yeah, he's sort of saying you know. The, the the shit going on over there is bad and we need to sort of take that into account when when dealing with them um and it's yep. not just a way for us to take the moral high ground and acknowledge us like we have shitty shit in our past as well um mm-hmm. yeah platform holders could actually you know force their hand here um because oh you know that's gonna start impacting their bottom line you you haven't got anywhere to put your fucking games out what are you gonna do you think everyone's gonna install battle net all <laughs> um and in addition to that lego lego was set to to release some overwatch 2 lego sets fucking overwatch mm. yeah, that's nuts um and no, they're not. I, they're. I don't think they can. But they're
1: pretty much sort of says, "We're not doing this until you fucking sort your shit out."
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I mean, for you to have uh, an AP getting a Lego set, that's that's like, that's top tier. That's
1: top tier. It is, I. Yeah.
0: You know, uh, it's, that's that's you, you. You fucking. Not everyone
1: gets a Lego set.
0: No, Oh. A lot of people do get, me, but like you're putting yourself up there with like Batman and Harry Potter and all that yep. shit. So if you're getting a Lego yep. set and, and you haven't had to resort to mega blocks or some shit like that, um, uh, uh, like actual genuine Lego, uh, and that, that's got to hurt them coming and saying, no, we're not putting this out until you sort your shit out. Mm. Um, and if not all the the players leaving their games and all that will will change their mind and yeah this this certainly will I be uh, I know their
1: players are dropping like flies for a lot of their games like World of Warcraft has lost was it something like 60% of its player i think that's what's causing the the queues for final fantasy 14 cuz yeah. everyone sort of yeah. jump ship
0: there's also been some stories of like certain you know, toxic elements coming into the final fantasy community and i can't help but feel like yeah that wasn't there before where'd that come from Mm,
1: that's i was reading that because i know the the director sort of came out and basically says guys go on calm down when you're online talk to people you're not you're not talking to a faceless thing you're talking to a person
0: yeah uh he was all like uh look we appreciate feedback but go and do it in a civil way um, and remember, you're, 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 the developers are human beings with feelings, yep. and you acting like this drives people to quit. That has to be Wild Players. I'm sorry. Just, <laughs> I never heard anything like that out of the Final Fantasy XIV community before that mm. mass exodus of Wild Players coming over. Um, yep. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that community's always been good at policing itself, so wait there's one story i forgot to tell very quickly that funny one uh about the uh oh, yes <laughs> that, that racing game uh buck up and drive is a racing game coming out soon um it's an arcade racer uh so in their game they have billboards on tracks uh which are various pride flags um you know trans brides uh, gay pride, that sort of thing mm. Uh, uh, billboards and flags. Uh, so they put a toggle in there that's all, um, that that just says uh, LGBT plus toggle. Um, so the flags are in there by default, and they put this toggle in. So if someone comes along being "I'm oh, a piece of shit" and I don't want to see this, they'll hit that toggle. Now what that toggle does is it turns everything into LGBT <laughs> flags. So they get more Pride Flags. They get nothing but Pride
1: Flags. Nothing and, but Pride uh, Flags. And a lot of people have been uh, kicking up a stink about this. And uh, the developer literally just came out and went, deal with it. You know,
0: that was literally his type of response. He was oh, like, <laughs> oh, I don't care, deal with it. My thoughts on the ones upset by it? Yep. Cope. <laughs> Cope. That's what it was, Cope.
1: <laughs> it was Good shit, eh? But it was absolutely genius. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if if the uh, just the existence of uh, gay and trans people bothers you, then yeah, probably take a look at yourself. Yep. I just thought that's that's very funny. That's like just not giving a a shit. Yep. Uh,
1: Absolutely amazing. Great way of doing it. Great way of Mm. doing it.
0: And they've actually held up a very positive rating on Steam Mm -hmm. despite doing that. So, yeah, it just goes to show um, people like that don't have as much power as they maybe think they do. Mm. But yeah. Um, So wrestling then. Let's just uh, talk through Dynamite and Rampage here, first of all.
1: I do. We're going to try, I know we said we were going to do this last week, but we're going to try and not just turn around and say, oh, it was a good match every time. We're going to try and actually be more...
0: Uh, Here's the thing with AEW. Unless we say otherwise, that it was something was a good bad, match. it's probably good.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: like that's the way to treat it. Most of the matches are, at the very least... Uh, passable decent matches um you know you'll you'll get your and there's a there was a few this week that were like you know just fine um and and that that's grand not every match can be a five-star classic uh yeah some uh,
1: matches are just used to further storylines
0: yes indeed and we will focus more on what those furtherings are Mm mm-hmm and on Dynamite, we got straight out into the the elite Undisputed Era. That, I'll just keep calling them Undisputed Era since they, they don't actually have a name. Um, where we get uh, Adam Cole and Red Dragon, which is Bobby Fish and Kyler Riley coming out. Um, and cutting a bit of a promo. Uh, the Bucks interrupt, uh, saying... Mm-hmm where it was our invite. Um, I like the way Kyler Riley, uh, is his thing just getting names wrong? Cause he calls Brandon Cutler, <laughs> Landon Cutler, and he calls the best friends, the super friends. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just does do that. It's brilliant. Um, so, so yeah, the, the box come out and say, uh, we're getting our belt back this year. Uh, red dragon are like yeah we want those belts too and they square up and cole's like yeah friendly competition this is good um and then we get the best friends interrupting orange cassidy very out of character and then mm. last week he came out with the with the uh chain and now he's like straight into action none of your well it came your... out holding the microphone and you're like, oh, Jesus. Student oh, education. Jesus.
1: Hi. And then he just didn't use the microphone. Text he must have just for- that, uh... he forgot he had it. That's all it was. <laughs> but uh, I think the big interesting thing here is what happened near the end. Or yes. well, at the end. This was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So what happened?
1: Oh, okay. Oh, Okay, I'll talk. So obviously we we have the... The the super friends, I'm going to call them that from now on, were outnumbered. <laughs> so eventually, obviously, the undisputed elite people, <laughs> I don't know what to call them when they're all together, but they obviously get the upper hand. But then big Chris Statlander steps in. And I call her that not to be rude because she is literally the same height as Adam Cole. She is a, a big, big tall woman. She's a big lady. <laughs> she is big. She is a big lady. And she's standing there. And you can sort of see Cole's like, ah, bugger. And then our DMD comes running down. And starts beating the shit out of her. And uh, it's very sort of, because um, they've never really mentioned this during the show. Obviously, there's been the whole very quick thing between, uh, they've done the quick thing with Shivani and, and yeah. Adam Cole. Uh, and then Shivani just keeps calling Adam Cole a greasy-headed, you know, wrestler and all the rest <laughs> of it keeps just getting on about his greasy hair but obviously then they, they go to do the the young bucks go to do their kiss bit where they kiss Cole in the cheek but not brit gets in there and she's all no 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 yeah. and they have a nice big smooch i bet and then this... this no go ahead i was just gonna say this is obviously leading to a very interesting mixed tag this week coming up
0: yeah so i was wondering uh is this gonna be like a intergender or just like a, a mixed tag. The difference being is intergender is uh, everyone can just beat the shit out of everyone, mm-hmm. uh, whereas mixed tag is like yeah, if the woman tag in the one end, the the other team has to switch as well. Uh, I hope they just go for a free for all. To be honest, I I don't mind intergender wrestling. Uh, I nope, think don't mind it's it perfectly all. fine. Um,
1: and this would be the perfect teams to do it as well. And I'm not trying to be funny, right? Because as we, as we said earlier, Statlander is a bigger woman. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind she could throw both Brit and Cole around. Mm. And then, with Britt being a bit of a smaller woman, obviously her male counterpart would be Cassidy, who's not the biggest man himself, so I think them two could work well together as well.
0: Yeah, Statlander's got herself in the two storylines at the moment. She does! She's got herself in Layla Hirsch as well. Um... Mm-hmm.
1: I think yeah. that's going to lead up to the Owen Classic.
0: That's a good shout. That's a very good shout. Um, I bet this whole Brit ba- them acknowledging the Britt Baker Adam Cole relationship properly, I guess, and putting together has made some people very happy because p- l- there's people that are weird about this. They're like, ah, oh, they're in a relationship, so they should be together on TV as well. It's like, boys, what are, you, what are we
1: doing here? <laughs> <laughs> I get it, but when when two people that are in together are in a movie they don't have to be together in the movie because they're playing a part which is the exact same as wrestling yeah. they're just playing a part but i suppose that's the thing you can blur the line when it comes to the wrestling
0: yeah yeah that that is why there's nothing else like it mm. uh, so after that we get our we get mjf coming out um and he's he's accompanying Wardlow to the ring uh, for his match with CM Punk. Um, so to very this quickly,
1: was, yeah. Sorry, before this match even got underway, do you see that we vignette they did for Wardlow with the, like the orchestra? Yes, that was fucking epic. That's gotcha. just I absolutely the, love that
0: doing all the power bombs. Yeah, that to was... this
1: beautiful classical music. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so this match. Uh, had a very, very straightforward purpose. Punk was getting the shit kicked out of him.
1: Oh, he's getting obliterated.
0: Wardlow had him absolutely beat. Had done the power bombs for days, was ready to pin him. (laughs) Seven power bombs? Seven (laughs) power bombs. And MJF stops him because he wants it to hurt him more. Uh, and that blows up in their face and punk gets a roll-up for the win i like punk's roll-up you see the way he grapevined his leg like he he wrapped his legs around mm-hmm. the other leg J- just the, it's just that wee details like this isn't some shit fucking loose ass roll-up it's like no nah, you're not getting out of this this is my one chance to win this match and yep. i am not uh not letting it get away um Rolled yeah. him up and then got the fuck out of
1: Dodge because <laughs> Wardlow was
0: pissed. And we got that moment. And people <laughs> oh, they, people were excited for this. Where MJF is poking him in the chest and then Wardlow grabs his hand.
1: MJF is like, poking him like, in his big muscle tits. <laughs> as Hangman Page calls him.
0: <laughs> I, I mean... um, jeez. Oh,
1: and then Spears has to come out and calm the situation
0: yeah. down. I'm looking forward to uh, to Wardlow wrecking a lot of them. Um,
1: the crowd is clearly behind Wardlow; they fucking. Oh love yeah, him. yeah,
0: they they want this to happen. They they definitely picked up when when he grabs. They cheer
1: for the power bombs, and also they do. They they, they, they do. Even they when do, it was on
0: Punk, they were
1: still kind of cheering for it because
0: yeah, Warden Technically, was good, this yeah. was a
1: two faced match.
0: Wardlow was getting cheered during this match.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There, there were let's go Wardlow. See, it was let's go Wardlow. See, yeah. Um, uh, like, but he's definitely. 50 50, he, hey? Yeah. When he turns face, it'll be good shit. Um,
1: oh, well, he'll go on a path or rampage when he turns. No, no pun intended. But uh, God help anyone that gets in his way when he turns face. He's going to destroy everything.
0: So the next match was actually. Something similar, uh, so Dante Martin versus Powerhouse Hobbs, Mm. uh, because you know Taz has issues with Dante Martin signing that contract (laughs) and then reneging on that contract. And well, we we still don't know how that happened, don't think we ever will. Kept calling him a punk, yep. (laughs) Taz calls everyone a punk, uh, then we got Powerhouse Hobbs just kicking the shit out of him, uh, so that the main uh, point of this match was Dante winning. Um, then, you know, the usual Team Taz beat down. But this time we get Jay Lethal coming out to mm. to, to help Dante. Dante has so many fucking mentors at this point. <laughs> I, I've lost track.
1: <laughs> so Rush, and no Lethal. Everyone wants a piece of Dante, let's be yeah. honest.
0: I could probably count Taz in there as well.
1: You probably could, I eh? true. Uh,
0: so yeah, we're we're getting some uh, Jay Lethal involved in the team Taz stuff. Uh, notice the way they they sort of put him on the back burner for a wee while, to, uh, for everyone to stop talking about you know the accusations, mm. the alleged, all the allegedly's before they mm. really did anything with him um, since he you know challenged for the TNT title. Yeah, but that that shit's still there. Uh, I don't know. He, he, he's certainly very, very good wrestler. Uh, mm. And I don't know what happens. So it's yeah, it's a it's a hard one. Mm-hmm. Um, Jericho uh, backstage with the inner circle. Um, Eddie Kingston comes up and says what well, we've all been thinking. Yes. For a very long time. The only reason yep. Santana Ortiz ain't champions is because of Chris Jericho.
1: 100%.
0: I agree. Um, and we have MJF setting up the obligatory match with Sean Spears next week. That was always going to happen. Yep. <laughs> but if he, if he beat Wardlow, he beat Spears. I suppose he's, got, he's he got the shit beat out of him, so he'll be selling that. Hmm? Were you gonna say something there?
1: No, I was just. I was just thinking. He's he's probably gonna come down an absolute mess. Somehow he'll. he'll oh stop yeah, yeah. Him, but, yeah, uh, yeah, he should sell the shit of that. He got absolutely wrecked.
0: Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent, he should sell. It. Um, but I wonder, like, how will he beat Spears? Will it be something to do with Wardlow? Who knows? Who knows? That would be. Uh, you know, maybe an Wardlow inadvertently costing Spears the match or, uh, you know, just a Because that, that's the real... Or, this is this is about war. This isn't about Punk. This is about Wardlow at this stage. I can of is uh, uh, I, so,
1: I, I? No, go ahead. The only thing I was thinking, could... Uh, do you think MJF would be a prick yes. and slap Spears so that Punk gets DQ'd?
0: Uh,
1: if, if if Punk is, if Punk is looking like he's gonna win, with uh, the MJF pull what he bet on him?
0: It's a possibility. It's mm. definitely a possibility. But why wouldn't he just do it? Well, I don't know if he's he cares about the win and losing. He wants Punk to get beat up. That, oh, true, that's what yeah, he true. wants. So no, he probably wouldn't do that. He all he wants is Punk to get beat up. Uh, so if when the inevitable time comes where he has to face him, it's like. Uh, well, I think they'll keep this going to a revolution <laughs> that's March man hmm I don't know when in March but is
1: AW's good at doing that uh, uh, they can do uh, they like can the, the first going. weekend first weekend of March
0: hey they probably could then hmm uh, I, d- I don't think dodging and shit yeah uh, we have Hangman out next he's looking for a challenger <laughs> Fucked it. Oh, Jesus. I. I, It was so funny because, like. So you hear Dan Lambert say hangman. Just before he he interrupts him and says hangman. And you just hear in the crowd, clear as day, one person going, ah, shut the fuck up. (laughs) 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 Oh, Christ.
1: Lambert
0: uh, brilliant though. He he does. He he talks shit about um hangman not being a cowboy and <laughs> comparison with the guy from the village people, he's as much a cowboy <laughs> as him. And he should stop disrespecting Dick Murdoch and Blackjack Mulligan. Um to, to which Paige comes back and says something about I have cows. <laughs> that is what he was saying. He like, uh, I grew up with cattle and stuff, <laughs> like yep. cowboy, and he's going to get his cowboy boots up his ass. Um, and then we get uh, Lance Archer's music hitting, who we haven't seen in a long ass time.
1: Mm. And I obviously, Peri Lambert shuts himself here because the last yeah. time Dan Lambert seen Lance Archer, he was murdering him.
0: Yeah, he got he got a blackout. Um, but Archer goes right past Lambert. Well, he doesn't go right past him. He gives him a bit of a, you know, scared <laughs> first, and then and then beats the shit out of Hangman. So I guess, uh, I guess Lance wants a shot at the title. You, know, mm. you can't just walk in and get a shot at the title, so I don't know how you, how that's going to work out.
1: Well, here's a, here's a point. Who's going to tell Lance Archer otherwise? <laughs> uh, he, he, there you go. No. <laughs> 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 Who are you going to send to tell Lance Archer, no, you don't get a title shot? Because whoever it, you send is going to get killed.
0: <laughs> Brian Danielson. He couldn't get a title shot. So... Yeah,
1: but Brian Danielson ain't fucking six foot eight and terrifying fucking murderer
0: of men. I'd be more scared of da- Danielson than Lar- Archer, to be honest. So mm. there you go.
1: I no. You're telling me <laughs> if we Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson came running at you, and the other direction Lance Archer's coming running at you, you're gonna run towards Archer. Yes. <laughs> you're insane one
0: of them's literally going to eat you the other one's a vegan you'd be safer running at the vegan aye but I'd rather be dead than what Danielson would do to me <laughs> 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 I think Archer would be more merciful <laughs> more
1: merciful that's true he'd kill you quickly Put he would get you your misery <laughs> Accidentally on purpose, he'd kill you. Like, all right, that's a fair point. Right, Danielson would torture you. So, Danielson's a sadistic psychopath, is what yes, we're saying. Yes. or Archer's just a killer.
0: <laughs> 100%. We have, uh, there we go. We came to a conclusion there. <laughs> so, we have our, yeah,
1: our... I guess that's the title shot. <laughs> or, I don't know if he'll oh, well, we don't get we a title don't shot don't or, know. yeah, just be a challenger, maybe.
0: Um, uh, Shivani backstage with Aaron Anderson, Brock Anson, Lee Johnson. We're all in horseman country. Everyone's proud of everyone. Then FTR and Tony yep. Blanchard come up and say, Match, let's go. <laughs> That's it.
1: The line I absolutely loved was when Dax Harwood looked at him as, Oh, you can be proud of the son you always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Oh, he actually does look
0: like him too. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Dax Harwood's a way better. Like, he is pretty much modeled himself after Aaron Anderson. Like it's, he's uh, a better, he's a better Arne Anderson than, than Brock. <laughs>
1: like, oh, I banked him. Um, like give Brock a few years and he might be half decent, but no, he's nowhere near on FTRs level. <laughs> like no, no fucking Jesus way.
0: No. Uh, and then we have a uh, Shida versus, uh, Serena. Um, the, the fourth match in their series, uh, but this one, very different from the previous mm. matches, wasn't really much of a match. Uh, Deeb attack sheet up before the bell, um, f- beat the shit of her knee, and then uh, got her in the ring and did the it was a half-crab, and the referee uh, stopped the match.
1: The Serenity Lock, she called oh, it.
0: Oh, was the Serenity Lock. That is a half-crab, isn't
1: it? I believe so, yes. Um, yeah. So but I found out what this is about.
0: You did? Is Shida uh, she going
1: to She No, well, she's not leaving permanently. She, no, no, She has to I, go to Japan.
0: Right, right, right. That's what she I thought Japan the to Japan do something. That's what I thought at the time. It's like, just going to be uh, away for a wee while, and they're right her, right? Um. Much, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Um, the one thing I'll never get, and this is this is a general wrestling thing. I don't know. Uh, maybe this is just me. If one, op- if an opponent attacks someone before the bell, beats the living shit out of them around the outside, rolls them into the ring. Why the fuck does the referee start the match? <sighs> <laughs>
1: You're thinking too logically there, buddy.
0: <laughs> ah, see. No, you get like, like
1: it's it's wrestling. You have to do that. It's like a <laughs> it's like it's like uh it's like movies where like the good guy gets a, a fucking a beaten before the, the end fight even starts and then the body shows up acting like a tough guy. You know, you're always still rooting for the underdog goodie. So but in this case obviously poor old fucking cheetah just but as I say, this'll be like a a big thing. She'll be away for a while, and then there'll be one more huge match between these two. Yeah. But I could watch this feud all year. I, these two, fuck, I could watch them wrestle every fucking week.
0: Hmm. No, they, they, it's very, very good. Uh, Deep as well will be in action next week against Sky Blue, and she'll no doubt win that, so maybe they're going to do oh, something murder- with Deep in the meantime.
1: I reckon she'll be a murderer of people every week, or she'll like just uh, twist bones and ankles what and are stuff you every doing
0: week. Because she's a heel. Uh, both your champions are heels. She, de- she deserves a, a title run, definitely. Mm. Um, not sure what they'll do yep. there, but
1: depending on how long Sheeta's is away, um, you could have the just run through the competition, getting ready for a shot, and then fucking Sheeta gets in her way hey.
0: and. I forgot the fucking Owen again. Oh, the Owen. That's right. That, that's the where Owen. their, that's where their blow off will happen.
1: Yep. That's where Cheetah will 100%. come back Enter
0: that. All right. We got it. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> See what you're at. Tony you. um, so <laughs> <laughs> Christian Cage, um, uh, Jurassic Express backstage, looking for a challenge. John Silver and Alex Reynolds roll up, say we'll take that challenge. We got a title match.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was on oh, Rampage. They were going to have this match. You know what? You can definitely see Jungle Boys getting way more confident in the microphone.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, He's I love that. Getting
1: the, a lot more confident.
0: There's, there's a lot of subtle wee things between I mean, him and uh, and Luchasaurus. Um like in the match, then on Rampage, I love it at the start. He's like explaining to Luchasaurus to hold on to the tie group. And Luchasaurus is like, Ah, oh, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, really good. Um, right, we have Matt Hardy versus Penta, um, who is without Ray Phoenix because he's injured. Mm. The match happens. That's fine. Penta wins. Um, but then the lights go out. And we all know what that means. Malachi mm-hmm. Black, and he's here to beat the shit out of Penta. Um, so he's been going after, you know, he he blinded uh, Pac. Now he's after his partner, or one of his partners from uh, Death Triangle, Penta. Um, but this time we get uh, the Varsity Blondes who... Uh, Malachi's also been attacking, come down for the help, and the they, three of them together with Juliard uh, supporting from the sidelines beat the shit out of him. Um, It's really cool why like Malachi Black's like smiling while, got, while you know getting the shit beat out of him. And then he goes, he leaves like one, two, three, counting them. Then the lights go out again and. We finally get to see Brody King. He's house, a big boy. He is, and uh, he proceeds to clean house. Um, yep. And as Excalibur says, the kings of the Black Throne have arrived. <laughs> so we're getting the ball rolling on this House of Black stuff, um, and they've announced that They're actually called, they're called the House of Black, um, and they will be taking on the Varsity Blondes. Next week. I can still see Julia Hart turning. She she told well, them to stop.
1: She did. That's just what I was going to say. When they were beating the shit out of Malachi, she's all, right, right, he's had enough, he's had enough. And they were sort of looking at her like, what are you on about? And that's when he started counting and laughing. And you're like, oh, Jesus, boys. Mm. <laughs> she's turning.
0: I think She might be in on it. Uh, we have a... Max Caster, Anthony Bowens versus Bear Country, which is just getting uh, the acclaimed. Over, um, they get the win in this one, uh, and then we have uh, as they're heading back, Sting comes out with his bat.
1: They uh, slabbered about him during the rap. We should mention, you see,
0: they it, it said one one line. No, oh. <laughs> right, I do <laughs> not. Stinger didn't take it. <laughs> Why? I, I don't want Sting to be beaten more young guys. That's had enough of this now. I
1: I don't think that's happening.
0: You think they? You, you think the they? Number, they claim their number.
1: They claim their number one at the moment, and I think they're gonna they're gonna build them up for a good bit, and they're gonna make them a big deal for the Jurassic Express. Because if you think that's... about it, I casters always, even if he's not in the match. If he's making fun of someone's like promo or something, he'll always mention Jungle Boy. So he will. He's always making fun mm. of Jungle Boy not being able to cut promos, even if Jungle yeah. Boy's not in a match. So I think this is what they're doing. They're building up this big thing between the Acclaimed and the Jurassic Express. So I can see the Acclaimed beating Darby and Sting next week.
0: I hope you're right. I really hope you're right. Um, tonight, they got fucking shit-canned. Scorpion Death yes, Drops. they did. Um... They weren't ready. Uh, yeah, I really liked their uh, diss track. Which oh, is my God. It was well, hilarious. I'll well mention that now. Fucking two They called him Stang, too? Stang. <laughs> and Darby Allen this Stang. is Stang. <laughs> two grown men going through a goth phase. <laughs> it's like you got the big black bat for your <laughs> tiny white...
1: Yep. <laughs> yep. It was really, really good.
0: Uh so speaking of Pac. Mitch, before oh, we get to see
1: him? His, same, his have, vignette was amazing.
0: You might have blinded me, but now I see everything and it's funny. I'm not I'm not angry. I appreciate the blessing. Now my perspective is different and my vision has never been so clear.
1: Is Pac gonna wrestle with like a fucking uh, Weird blindfold on, but obviously he can see. Okay,
0: yeah, I mean, like, like some sort of wrestling daredevil. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I mean, can handle that. MJ, you know oh, Right
1: what? at the start, when he was quoting the doctor, he's all, "I'm sorry, Mister Bastard, you might never have your sight again." <laughs> I love the fact that Pack's surname is Bastard. <laughs> it's Pack the Bastard, or Pac the Bastard. The Bastard. <laughs> He signed things packed t bastard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, Mr Bastard.
1: <laughs> but yeah, if he does this blindfold shit, that'd be fuck just No one's ever had a look like that before. <laughs> no one has ever pulled that look off.
0: Is that ever like a blind the blind wrestler doing the whole you jimbo? Is it you, jimbo or is it the right fucking Samurai blind samurai thing um yeah that could be interesting if if that's that's the way they go with it like yeah mm-hmm. i it's funny though i could buy pack just having the sixth sense of wrestling that he can God. make has no vision but can still fucking go uh, the only guy i could probably buy it from is pack a
1: yeah, hundred percent He's just—he's just a fucking. Ma- I'm—I ain't convinced. Pac's not human anymore. He's uh, just a fucking machine.
0: If Pac's selling, I'm buying. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> um, we got Matt Hardy and Andre Ilicelo getting up to some business. Who they—they they won't tell us what. Andre Ilicelo is trying to. damn
1: it, Andre! Stop buying everything. St-
0: what are you buying? Stop it. <laughs> He'll buy Tony Khan next. <laughs> We're well, on their main event, so we got Sammy, the interim TNT champion, versus Daniel Garcia. And um, we've got Chris Jericho and Eddie Kingston around the outside, and yeah. So th- this is my problem with the inner circle stuff, like, Sammy's supposed to be a champion here and has been, f- you know, for... Mm-hmm. Since he won the TNT title, obviously he lost it to Cody, and you know, he's interim champion. <clears throat> but it just feels very second place to whatever the fuck Jericho's doing at the time. And again, mm. here's the main event for the title, and this whole thing ends up being about Jericho. Um, so Sammy wins. It's a really good match. Garcia that is fucking unbelievable lays his shit in i saw a guy on reddit saying i think garcia is overrated and to which i would say "Uh, you're a fucking moron (laughs) ah that guy's four 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 years into his career and that's what he's doing now dear Mm -hmm. jesus um yeah so sammy wins and then it all breaks down you got 2.0 around the outside in the ring uh like Jericho and Kingston are fighting over who gets to beat up two point oh. Um so obviously this is like building up to some sort of Eddie Kingston Chris Jericho match at some point, which yeah. Aye. fine.
1: I think what's what's happening here is um because I know Jericho has been saying he's gonna be calling it a day soon, so he just wants to work with everyone that he's never got a chance to. And he said Kingston's definitely someone he wants to work with. So you might find Jericho just bouncing around people for the next year, just wanting to do Mm. all these matches he's never got to do. So heads up for that.
0: Mm. I I just just think that Jericho doing what he wants to do is affecting other people in a negative if way, he wants to
1: do these matches why not just do them on dark or elevation or something yeah, where you d- don't need a storyline you can just have a match
0: yeah he, he doesn't need the inner circle for this shit um nah and it's the, the inner circle hit its natural conclusion like during that um stadium stampede um
1: mm-hmm.
0: but here we still, still are
1: uh The last stadium stampede should have been like the end of the inner circle, if you ask me, because you obviously had the pinnacle and the inner circle. That was the big thing. But the pinnacle was such a new faction and the inner circle had been there for like two plus years. Mm. Maybe it's kind of time for the inner circle. The inner circle has ran its course. Everyone's grown out of it now, to be honest. Santana and Ortiz... Are way bigger than in the inner circle now. Well, you
0: you think everyone's going out of it? I'll we'll bring that up in a minute. Let's first just take a look at Rampage. Um, mm. We got Trent Beretta uh, versus Adam Cole. This match, so much neck selling from Beretta. Dear Jesus! Oh, brilliant! I was actually bro- concerned at one it's point. It's <laughs> scary though, like knowing that he had spinal stenosis and has two, um, like has a spinal fusion. And then just selling the neck the way he is. Um, it, it can be a bit scary. Uh, but, you know, making, making the best of it, I, I, I guess. Um, Definitely.
1: He's in, you can see him just getting better and better shape every week as well.
0: A mm. uh, lot of shit around the outside here because we've got both factions out in full strength. <laughs> the Baker's out again. Uh, they all start to fight each other, which distracts the referee and allows... Um, call to get the low blow to the win um and we've set up a a match for next week that we mentioned already the intergender one um it'll be interesting to see what way they go with that in terms of who can fight who well we mentioned mm. that. now we've got uh, sean spears in a squash match um against i guess andrew everett andrew everett do you know who that is? No.
1: <laughs> right. He he used to be a real big deal. He's a former X-Division champion. Yeah. He's really, really good. And I was hoping maybe it wouldn't be a squash, but no. But um, do you remember, yeah. oh, what do you call him in NXT? They give him a new name in NXT. Uh, is it Cameron Grimes? He's called an NXT.
0: I've, I've heard that name. Is that who that was?
1: Right. No, 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 no. He used to tag with oh he's, he's, right them two used to be tag team in uh, uh impact right the two of them are fantastic so they are uh it was kind of cool to see him again because i haven't seen him and he left impact i don't know whatever happened to him but it was cool to kind of see him on uh on rampage especially you know you, you, you probably could have threw him on dark or something but instead you know no here's here's a chance to be on tv but then <laughs> suppose some people like myself would have knew who he was
0: or you took a death driver and that's you <laughs> and then Spears spends longer cutting this promo on Punk than he did actually actually wrestle. Uh, again, it's it's to heat Spears up for Punk. That's that's what the thing and is. And he, he he had a wee dig at Wardlow. I did. I I'm not one some he did one it. move wonder. What oh, Jesus? Yeah, I see Wardlow just shaking his head in the background? <laughs> I know what he's thinking. I will fucking destroy you, lad. <laughs> um. Yeah, he's saying, uh, next week, punk, you're in here with a 20-year veteran. You can't hang anymore. I've realized that in this business. Seven years off is seven years too long. I'm going to expose you in five days, punky. The chairman cometh. It's a good <laughs> promo. That, that's it was, uh, good shit. Um, Spears is... I still think Spears is underrated. I think he's very... Fine. Oh, I agree. Uh, then we have... a. Uh, a trio's match we Statlander, Red Velvet, and Leila Hirsch. Statlander's other storyline, she's part of. Um, going up against mm-hmm. Leila Rose, Penelope Ford, and Bunny. Uh so the, the story here is actually on the, the face side where there's friction between Statlander and Hirsch. Hirsch tags herself in, steals pins, red velvet's sort of stuck in the middle. Um yep. <laughs> and they lose this match because of it because uh, of miscommunication yep. between them Layla gets rolled up and pinned I will point out jeez that spider crab that Statlander does looks f- unpleasant
1: it does doesn't
0: it you see Penelope before again Penelope her face just <laughs> rubbed on the fucking canvas and it's like yep. ow I know that I suppose if there's
1: anyone you know can bend like that though it is Penelope because she does that what I call horror movie move Yeah,
0: I'm pretty sure she's the only person that's taken this so far not sure probably is there anyone on dark, Donna? i don't know no i'm not sure i'm not sure but i looks fucking shite to get into (laughs) like legitimately at that i'd be saying like i am never doing that again retire that move we're done um so we we have starks on commentary because it's rampage um, and he's yep. talking shit about Lethal. So Lethal comes out and says, I challenge you for the FTW championship only because it means so much to you and gets a really good shot. And was like, um, don't listen to what Daddy, I mean, Taz says. <laughs> Just do the opposite of that. Um, do you think he'll take it? I don't know if he'll take it,
1: but he'll put on a good match.
0: It could be interesting to yep. have that. I think that that's what has to happen to that championship. It has to go outside of Team Taz.
1: Team Taz. And, uh, and
0: Taz. Can you know, Taz just losing his fucking shit and his title out there <laughs> and he can't get it back.
1: <laughs> that could actually be a pretty cool storyline, him trying to get... Team Tad at the FTWA G- Championship. Because G- that's
0: what you could do. It's, like a, it, it's out there. Uh, lethal has He's defending against people, or maybe it changes hands again to someone else, and I he's yeah, like no. losing his shit. And then he's eventually <laughs> Hook gets it. Hmm. Mm.
1: Makes sense. That would actually... Yeah, that's pretty cool.
0: You get a title on Hook without being a real title, like, but he's still you know, way too early for that. But you wouldn't mind Hook having that title. Um Aye. But yeah, that, that that could that could work. Um, Definitely. And then we had our World Tag Team Championship match: Jurassic Express versus um, John Silver and Alex Reynolds. Really good match, uh, except for the end got a bit weird. Don't know what happened yeah. there. <laughs> Do you notice that? It was like, it's like it's something. So somebody miscommunicated or something something yeah, did not so go quite right it was Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy were doing their finisher and it seemed like uh, I don't know if Luchasaurus didn't have the, the right grip or whatever but they got it anyway and then Luchasaurus just sort of stood there for a second and then Jungle Boy went, oh, better dive to the outside and he dived to the outside and then uh, Luchasaurus pinned Reynolds and that was the end it's mm. like probably do those two things at the same time because you don't want to leave a guy lying on the mat too long before pinning him because mm. that makes you look like shit triple h would do that to people um it's like yeah just just get the, the pin quicker and have jungle boy do his dive during the three count.
1: i think he was just a bit confused because normally when they do that it's jungle boy does the pin because he's usually the legal man when uh, they are doing yeah, that.
0: Maybe it was, oh shit, who, which one of us is legal, quick. Um. Uh,
1: he's always, oh uh, shit, which and one of us is legal? Go? like,
0: I'm way out, bye, you do it.
1: <laughs> way out, you do it. <laughs> if anything though, it kind of adds to that thing earlier we were talking about where JB was explaining the uh, tie rope to him. So maybe he's just, you know, he's a dinosaur. He's not all there all the time.
0: <laughs> uh, true, true. So we're going to finish up here with something a bit different. So we just, um, this week found out the 2021 pro wrestling illustrated awards. Um, now this is not to be confused with Meltzer's wrestling observer awards. That's different. Um, this, uh, the pro wrestling illustrated is a magazine, which is actually kind of cool because it, Reports on wrestling storylines mostly in kayfabe, so it like plays along Mm. like it's a real thing. Um, yep, which is which is better than being a dirt cheat to me, anyway. Um, oh, big time now. These awards, I don't put much stock in any awards, but these awards are reader voted, and it'd just be interesting to you know take a temperature people's feelings on you know different things, uh, how the Mm. you know wrestling fans at large sort of are perceiving the last year of wrestling. Um, so yeah, let's get into this. So the first one we have here is wrestler of the year. Um, and Kenny Omega won that Roman Reigns, the runner up. Yeah. Kenny had a hell of a year. Um, no real controversy there. Roman Reigns also has had a hell of a year. Um, so, and that's a guy who's really turned everything around. Um, so uh, you, you know, do not begrudge him getting mm-hmm. recognition for that either. Uh, woman of the year, which I'm not sure why they have this since you're allowed woman in the wrestler of the year because Bianca Belair was right behind Roman Reigns. But anyway, woman of the year was Britt Baker. All right is. I think that's that's a fair enough one as well. I would,
1: I would have said either her or Diana Perazzo.
0: Diana Prasso's on. She was like a third runner up. We also had Bianca Belair was the runner up, um, and Mickey James.
1: Oh, Mickey James! That's right. She did done the big comeback this year for a player, actually. Mm.
0: Um, yeah, the, the like. I, I mean, we're not. We're not looking at any the stardom or anything for this like uh it's it's a bit crazy with some of the matches that we've had in stardom over the last year i am sure he deserves to be on there somewhere um
1: again these are fan voted and i'm guessing these, yeah, yeah. these people are more into the american wrestling
0: true uh tag team of the year young bucks
1: ah, that wasn't even up for discussion
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Again, the matches speak for themselves and the runner-up, Lucha Brothers. (laughs) Shocker! (laughs) Now, here's a new... This is their first time doing this award. Faction of the Year, because there's factions everywhere at the minute.
1: Yeah, there's quite a few factions.
0: And the winner? Inner Circle. Oh what? (laughs) Everyone who... uh, (laughs) <laughs> who's mentioned that has been like, what? The runner-up was The Elite, who, for me, was way better than The Inner Circle over the past year. The second runner-up was yeah. The Bloodline, which is Roman Reigns' faction. Again, way better. Third runner-up was Bull Club. I-, I don't know what the fuck Bull Club are doing. Who cares? But The Elite and The Bloodline definitely had a better year in inner circle all inner inner circle has not helped anyone that's in it uh the elite's been doing interest sort of internal dynamics and bringing in new people um and having friction there uh the inner yeah, circle
1: because yeah. you obviously had the whole big thing between the elite and the dark order this year so i'm surprised the dark order weren't even mentioned
0: yeah um like what, what did inner circle do Yeah,
1: all right, they had the Blood and Guts match in the stadium stampede.
0: Catered to Chris Jericho's ego, that's what they did. Yeah, kind of Yeah. Right, so match of the year. What do you reckon? What do you reckon? What's going to take us?
1: It's going to be one of Mr. Danielson's with either Mr. Omega or Mr. Page, I would guess. Yeah
0: bit bigger versus thunder rosa oh shit
1: that, don't get me wrong that was an amazing match i was just expecting yep. the fans to go that way to be fair
0: 100 i uh like well deserved i i think um there's aw's put out so many good matches like uh, there's ones where you're like i any one of them ones i'm not sure which just one of them, mm. and there's so many of them throughout the year. Do you know that, like, since AEW started, they've won this award every year? 2019 <laughs> was Cody um, Dustin, obviously. Oh, yeah. 2020 was Page and Omega versus Young Bucks. Yeah. This year it's Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa. Um.
1: That match was amazing.
0: Yeah. And uh, there was a. Uh, Sort sort of element of importance to that match, the you know mm-hmm. the status that it that it had, and really that that is what kicked Britt Baker into high gear. That that's
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and Thunder Roses a lot to, to do with that. Like she has a big hand in making Britt Baker what she is now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um so feud of the year was Chris mm-hmm. Jericho versus MJF. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, like like the you know the the whole Labors of Jericho stuff was I suppose. like most of that was really good. Maybe a bit disappointed in the end, where it was like you're you know they finished it off with Wardlow, where they probably you know you've done Nick Gage and Juventud <laughs> Guerreras. Uh-huh. And, like that's maybe a, a step back, but it was still a good good feud, um, even though. You know, it made no sense in that MJF had beaten him so many times and was like, oh, it's only over when I win. It's like, uh, it's not really how it should work. Um, <laughs> runner up there Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks, uh Thunderwood versus Britt Baker, Age versus Roman Reigns. Yeah. Most popular wrestler of the year. So this is face of the year, basically.
1: Hmm. Uh. I can't even guess.
0: So the winner was CM Punk.
1: Oh, of
0: <laughs> Jesus, and Adam Page was the runner-up. Um, we have a, a face of the year, so we have to have a heel of the year. You can guess. Oh, one.
1: I wonder. Yes, that's got to be him. Got to be MJF.
0: <laughs> it was MJF, and you had Roman Reigns coming in the runner-up there. Um. Yeah, it's that one's uh, kind of uh, kind of a no brainer.
1: Oh, I hundred percent. I know there's, there's a lot of good heels out there, but I'm sorry. MJF is on another level.
0: Hmm. Oh, he is. Uh, he's definitely, uh, just a step above comeback of the year.
1: I'll well, know where that's going. <laughs> that, that, that's a seven years in the making of a comeback. So that yeah. definitely has to go to punk.
0: Obviously CM punk, uh, Sting got runner-up on that, I would have been... Uh, well, no, I would have been not that happy. But, like, if Sting won it, it, was like, man, you're just voting with your nostalgia.
1: Yeah, but to be fair, that's actually a good point as well. I wouldn't even have thought Sting is a comeback, because I forgot how long ago that happened. So yeah, But yeah. no, definitely Punk. Punk was a big moment. Like,
0: like even mind, Sting stopped wrestling for a good while after he got injured, didn't he? Four years at least, I think. Must
1: have been about four years.
0: Mm. So here, most improved wrestler of the year. Um, Ooh. Th- th- this is always a weird one to me because it, it's not really most improved, but uh, to me it's best pushed. Because um, like, I'm looking back at uh, like past winners, and right back's on here. Right back did not improve. Right back did not improve. Nope. Right, right back is shit. And he will always be and always was. Uh, he just got pushed A really well for that. Shit. He got pushed really well for while. Same with Miz. 2017, mm. Jinder Mahal. Show me where he improved. No. He got <laughs> the title. Jesus Christ. He's still shit. Mm. 2018. So took go- <laughs> I was going to say 2018 was Velveteen Dream. Jesus, we should scrub that from the records. Yep. Um... Britt Baker. She has
1: definitely got better, but I think it, she's been pretty consistent this year. Like she, yeah, she got better I'd, last I'd, I'd, year.
0: I'd agree. I think her she has been consistent. Last year was where you saw the most improvement out of her. Then mm-hmm, she's been mm-hmm. consistent. Um, and then she got the push this year. The mm-hmm. And it wasn't her improving that you were seeing. You were seeing her push, as well as like twenty twenty. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre was already fantastic before twenty twenty. He did not improve twenty twenty. He just got his push.
1: Yeah, I I was watching Drew McIntyre wrestle in two thousand and fourteen against Kurt Angle. He had he has he's been consistently amazing for years. (laughs) Uh,
0: again, it's all the new you know perception of what the. Not everyone's watching everything, so they just, you know, mm. most people will be watching WWE, so that's what they'll use as their point of reference. Um, indie Wrestler of the Year was Nick Gage.
1: Uh, that makes perfect sense.
0: The runner up there is uh, Trisha Dora. She's very good. That name. She's very good. She was a ring of honor. Um, ah and uh you know, we should totally pick her up mm. <clears throat> inspirational wrestler of the year so this is given to a, a wrestler who overcomes great odds um and it, it's mm. it can be that that can be real life stuff and mm-hmm. often is or um Within KFA. But I think it means more when it's something they overcame real life. Um, and in twenty twenty one, Edge won that, and that is the only one of these awards that WWE won. All right. Mm. Hmm. Uh, then we have Rookie of the Year. Hmm. You're not going to believe this. All
1: right, hang on, hang on. Oh, shit, I'm not going to believe it. No. <laughs> oh, oh, don't tell me it's fucking Jade Cargill.
0: It is Jade Cargill.
1: Oh, for fuck's sake.
0: The runner-up is Braun Breaker. Who, Steiner's son? Yes. He is like... Uh, he's, like hit i don't know how to word this but he he's just like this he's the next big thing over in in wwe and nxt at the minute and i'm like like, Mm -hmm. from everything i've heard or seen he is legitimately brilliant you can tell he's a steiner and everything that comes with it um and how jade won over him i have no idea
1: there's way there's rookies that would have been like Daniel Garcia should have been mentioned or fucking. Yeah. His four years count still as rookie.
0: No, I don't know. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Uh, recognize in the year who in that year had their first year. You have you have to be in your first year.
1: Right. Okay. So
0: so maybe maybe that's something. Maybe there wasn't many people <laughs> with their first year. I myself, I would put Braun Braun Bre- Braun Breaker above Gia Cargill. Um which uh, yeah um, th- uh, there's something here that will uh, <laughs> completely second <of> you 2015 <laughs> guess who won it in 2015
1: uh, 15 I'm trying to even think he would have been around i not too sure Moose oh fuck off
0: <laughs> and he won it over Tessa Blanchard
1: oh Jesus <laughs> Christ <laughs>
0: Oh, that's uh, terrible Okay, this makes more sense because this award's bullshit 2016 Nia Jax won it <laughs> What the fuck? Over Leah Rush, Matt Riddle and Sh- Shayna Baszler What the fuck? What the fuck indeed Awards are being Okay. list uh,
1: Okay, is, is there anyone in the last couple of years that's been decent that's won it?
0: Uh... Dominic Mysterio is shite, so not him. Uh, Brian Pillman Jr. won it in 2019.
1: Okay, fair enough. Um, Pillman's pretty good.
0: Charlotte Flair won it in 2014. Which, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. It just goes to show that you can, you know, get this real hot start and then sort of fade away. mm. Fucking Maven, Jesus Christ! Um, so this is a, a the Stan Stanley Weston Award lifetime. lifetime achievement award. Uh, I think the editors actually picked this one. This is the last one? Uh, so 2021, they they give us the uh, two people: Terry Funk and Ron Simmons. Also, all right, is okay. Farouk, damn. I just say like it took you a while to get Terry Funk in your lifetime achievement award.
1: Considering he's now in his mid to late seventies. And
0: they've been doing this since eighty one.
1: Nah. He probably should have been the first person in it.
0: Well, the first first person in it was Bruno San Martino.
1: Okay, fair enough.
0: But <laughs> I definitely I enough. definitely put him in before Captain Fucking Louis Albano. <laughs> they put in ninety oh, four. Fuck me. Jesus. Uh, just checking. Nope. Hogan ain't in here. That's good good to know. <laughs> Uh and that is that is your awards. Definitely some head scratchers there, but most of us like.
1: Uh. That's what you when it's fan voted, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it's it just lets you take a look at like what people, you know, are are, are perceiving as being the good shit at the minute. Mm. Like, no point in getting upset over this, this stuff. That's just what nah. most people think is the best, and it's just their their taste. I think that's more useful than say, you know, Dave Meltzer and his. Cronies like going into a room and deciding them, them mm. passing it down to us, fucking plebs. You're like, fuck off, Dave. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, at least uh, the actual wrestling fans are voting for this one, so uh, makes a lot more sense.
0: Yeah, and uh, some of uh, D- Dave Meltzer can be quite biased against WWE.
1: He can be, yes. Definitely noticed can. noticed that. <laughs> For long but, enough, he didn't like Impact either.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I was looking up the history of the awards, and there's like a 10-year block where he gives Impact, like worst promotion of the year. And that's another thing I don't like. Is like awards are about recognizing things that are good. You don't get the worst film Oscar. Um, so you shouldn't have the worst thing worst wrestler in your fucking awards <laughs> don't be so fucking mm. negative but mm. uh, on that note I guess we shall end it here mm.
1: another week goes by
0: we will be back Look, again with
1: more NFT shit no doubt oh uh, no don't I anyway, I he's not. gonna start selling NFTs
0: <laughs> they might already I don't know
1: oh fuck I was joking imagine that happened
0: Oh, they would. They definitely would. Yeah. What if they don't be started? Oh, Jesus. Don't even think about that. Right. Nope. Um, nope, nope. But <laughs> I guess we'll find it out does. next week. Uh, Until then. Okay. Bye. See you next week. Bye.